Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Mikey Bard Show. And Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the new year, 2022, baby. Buddha has something to say. No matter how hard the past, you can always begin again. Martin Luther comes in with, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Maya Angelou also drops some knowledge. Each of us has that right, that possibility to invent ourselves daily. If a person does not invent herself, she will be invented. So to be bodacious enough to invent ourselves is wise. William Shakespeare kind of backs that up, even though he was born 300 years before. It is not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. Oh, Abraham Lincoln's got something to say. Always bear in mind that your own resolution to succeed is more important than any other. And finally, Nina Simone with it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me and I'm feeling good. And those were the top New Year's resolutions from the past. So finally, I've had the chance to watch some movies over the New Year's. I watched a new movie. It was actually crazy. It was kind of an apocalyptic movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. It was, a, was it a drama? It was more of a dark satire comedy, black comedy. Don't look up. It's about two low-level astronomers and they must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Really interesting movie. It was very satirical. It was taking some digs at our culture, celebrity culture, capitalism, climate change. How, we, how, how would the population react if there was a disaster like this? Would we just put our heads in the sand or would we actually do something about it? I go on Rotten Tomatoes sometime to see the public's opinion on films I like, just to let them destroy my my viewpoint. Here we go. What is uh, Paul, Paul, Paul Mount? What has he got to say? Don't Look Up is a sizzling, coruscating and biting satire on the modern world and our collective priorities. That is a very good review. It was kind of like that. They're taking the dig at capitalism, the United States, president culture, a lot of things have been said. You need to watch that movie. What is Monica Reed got to say? The humor of the movie is often broad and preposterous, but sharp enough to keep its dark edge. Very dark film, actually, I must say. Yeah, the humor is there. It is funny at times. Linda Marrick has something to say. Don't Look Up was very silly, yet undeniably urgent. I loved every second. I did too, actually. Let's look up some last reviews. Uh, Max Weiss. He's actually a woman, by the way. You hear Max Weiss and you think of an old elderly gentleman um, that might have been there during the Second World War. But no, Max Weiss is a young woman. with She kind of looks like Annie, basically. If Annie was allowed to grow up, this would be Annie. Ultimately, Don't Look Up is more than just mean-spirited and smug. Oof. Chill out. Annie, are you okay? Ultimately, Don't Look Up is more than just mean-spirited and smug. It's aggressively those things. That is, until that sentimental coda. Oh, here we go. Finally, a positive review. Rick Marshall. Come in. Come in, Rick. A brilliantly scripted, wonderfully acted, and depressingly realistic satire of the environment America currently finds itself in. And the threat it poses, not just to the country, but to the future of humanity. Because you've got Meryl Streep playing a kind of a mix between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. So there you go. That's Don't Look Up. There are the reviews there. Let's see. So it was directed by Adam McKay. 
I'll look up his work in a minute. Budget of 75 million US dollars and it made box office 750, no. So it had a budget of 75 million US dollars and the box office, it made 764 million dollars. So it did very well. Um, story by Adam McKay. So what's Adam McKay done? It's very funny, the film. So we, what's he done? The Boss, didn't see that. Daddy's Home 2, no. Grimsby, the Grimsby Brothers. Is that a Sasha Baron Cohen movie? Um, the Land of the Lost, Eurovision movie, Get Hard. Uh, that's with Will Ferrell. So he works with Will Ferrell quite a lot. The Dictator, is that Sasha Baron Cohen? Daddy's Home, The Anchorman. Did you do The Anchorman? Yep, I think he did Anchorman. Uh, Anchorman 2. Ant-Man, a lot of mans. What else he done? Step Brothers, it's Will Farrell again. The Big Short and Don't Look Up. Okay. So he's done quite a lot of comedy movies. American filmmaker and comedian. All right, so that's, that's it there. Okay, so I always thought, what would I do in an apocalyptic situation? I know we're in a pandemic now, but I mean zombies, asteroids. Okay, scary stuff where the whole society became lawless. It was all or nothing, like dog eat dog, fend for yourself. It was like barter and trade, no power. People are looting. And the first thing that people do, they go to the supermarkets and they raid the, the shopping centers for food and weapons and tools, right? But then you get a smarter sect of people who just wait outside the shopping center, don't do any of the hard work, and then just rob the people who have picked all the best goods, right? So that's what people are doing, right? I don't want to get involved in that. So what do I do? I rob the pharmacy, right? The chemist, the pharmacy, and I take the medical supplies, the plasters, the ibuprofens, the painkillers, right? The insulin, illnesses I don't even have. I take all those medications, right? Because think about how many of those medications, those pills, those ibuprofens, those paracetamols you can fit into a bag, right? That would be light work, right? So you can make many trips. Then two weeks later, when I'm hungry and I've run out of food, but everybody's got all the food, right? But they're all ill. They've been attacked. They don't know how to treat their wounds. That's who I would be in the future. You know, I'm like some sort of like some chemist, pharma pharmacy man, you know, the pill man. And I knock on the door and then I, I'll be like, look, I've heard, I've heard there's an injury. I've got this, 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 and this. And they'll be like, oh, thank you, thank you, you saved a life. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I'm going to need some of that, those th those cans there, those beans, I need that. Lasagna, I want some of that stuff. Those past pasteurized milk, okay. All right, tea bags, yes, please. And that blanket too. And your wife. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. There's one person who always thought about apocalyptic events, and that's Nostradamus. You know Nostradamus, the French astrologer and physician who's... Prophecies earned him fame and a loyal following during his lifetime. He was born in 1503. In the centuries since his death, people have credited him with accurately predicting pivotal events in history from the French Revolution to the rise of Adolf Hitler to the terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001, and even the 2020 coronavirus. His book, The Prophecies, was published in 1555 and has since earned him worldwide fame. According to Nostradamus, the world is slated to end in the year 3797. Okay, good. Phew. 
All right. So I've got some predictions that Nostradamus made about 2021 and 2022. I'm going to read them for you in a minute. Maybe we'll play a game where I read the prediction. You guess what it's about. But let's read some of the ones from his past because, hold on. They're trying to say that he predicted the French Revolution, Adolf Hitler and September 11th. We need to see this. Let's just see some of these. I don't quite believe that. Okay. So Nostradamus' predictions. Which ones came true? Okay, so the death of Henry II. Right, all right, let's just read this one. Henry II of France was a personal acquaintance of Nostradamus, who once addressed him in a letter as the most invincible, Henry King of France. Unfortunately, Henry actually turned out to be very invincible indeed and came to a horrible, painful end just at the age of 40. A passionate sportsman, fond of hunting and jousting, Henry's active nature proved to be his undoing. In the summer of 1559, baby, ooh, summer of 1559, he held a tournament to celebrate a recent peace treaty. During a joust with one of his young soldiers, the latter's lance shattered, driving splinters into the king's eye and skull. A slow and painful death followed, and many believe it was foretold by Nostradamus. The quatrain in question tells us the young lion will overcome the older one, and he will pierce his eyes through a golden cage, and that two wounds will ensure a cruel death. Ooh, that's spot on. Pierce his eyes through a golden cage? That's very spot on. What's the next one? The Great Fire of London. All right. It's worth quoting the Great Fire of London quatrain in full, because it's one of the most mysterious prophecies of all. Okay, this is what they say. The blood of the just will commit a fault at London. Burnt through lightning of 23's the 6. The ancient lady will fall from her high place. Several of the same sect will be killed. A lot of people like to interpret 23's the 6 as 66. As in 20 times 3 plus 6. So if you do that, you get 66, right? The Great Fire of London happened in 1666. However, it's kind of wrong because the Great Fire of London wasn't set off by lightning, burnt through lightning. It was set off um, by a flame in a bakery. But the ancient lady will fall from her high place. Does that signify London? The coming of Adolf Hitler. Okay. Nostradamus has been credited with quite a few 20th century predictions and the rise of Adolf Hitler is often cited as one of them. And to be fair, his writings do provoke a slight chill of recognition. Okay, here we go. From the depths of the west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. And what does this child do? His tongue will seduce a great troop and his fame will spread far beyond Europe. And last but not least, the Kennedy assassination. The Kennedy assassination. Okay, here we go. The killing of President John F. Kennedy was one of the pivotal moments of the 20th century. So it's not surprising that many have scoured the works of Nostradamus for any hint of a prophecy. A commonly quoted contender is the bit that reads from, From on high, evil will fall on the great man. 
Okay. Perhaps that's a reference to the fact that he was shot from a distance by a sniper. Mm. Tellingly, the quatrain continues with, A dead innocent will be accused of the deed. Is this Lee Harvey Oswald, the suspected assassin, who was himself shot dead soon after and has long been regarded as an innocent fall guy? As if that wasn't enough to convince us, Nostradamus assures us the true guilty party will remain in the mist. <laughs> so those are the ones from the past. What about the ones from the future? Here we go. So think right now, as I read this, what is Nostradamus telling you? What is he telling us, okay? No abbots, monks, no novices to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. So high is the price of wheat that man is stirred his fellow man to eat in his despair. So what's that about? Time's up. Folks, that is about inflation and starvation. Hunger and rebellion in 2022. Yay! What's this one about? Like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The black sea's living fish shall all but boil. When Rhodes and Genoa half-starved shall be, the local folk to cut them up shall toil. What's that about? Perhaps not a surprise. Time's up. You heard something about rising sea temperatures. This is about global warming. Global temperatures climbing, sea levels rising, and food chain complications already starting to become apparent in 2022. It's going to be the year where temperatures reach breaking point. Perhaps fishes won't boil in the sea, but we are already witnessing a mass extinction level happening across the globe. The death of coral reefs, decimation of natural habitats, and declining number of fish globally could be a warning sign that Nostradamus' predictions of boiling seas and starving populations are just around the corner, maybe. The new sage with a lone brain sees it. By his disciples invited to be immortal. Eyes to the south, hands in bosoms, bodies in the fire. Hmm, what's this about? Here's a clue. Eyes to the south, hands in bosom. Who do you know that walks around like that? Have you seen people walk around like that with their eyes to the south? What's this about? Time's up. Rise of artificial intelligence. Nostradamus appeared to hypothesize about artificial intelligence almost five decades ago. AI can range from smart speakers and predictive text to facial recognition and self-driving cars. Many experts have issued warnings about the implications of relying too much on technology, especially when it comes to robots. Nostradamus was ahead of this curve with his description of immortal disciples and the potential negative consequences. That's Nostradamus there for you. How did he die? Because I always wondered, how did, he, how did he die? Nostradamus suffered from gout and arthritis. That's sad. In the last years of his life, the condition turned into dropsy, um, where basically amounts of fluid accumulate beneath the skin. Um, 
Without treatment, the condition resulted in congestive heart failure. Ooh. In late June of 1566, Nostradamus asked to see his lawyer to drop an extensive will, leaving much of his estate to his wife and children. On the evening of July the 1st, he is alleged to have told his secretary, you will not find me in the morning. The next morning, he was reportedly found dead, lying on the floor next to his bed. Wow. Um, the legacy. So Nostradamus's quatrains, those are those four-line um, stanzas uh, composed during his life, dealt with disasters, earthquakes, wars, floods, invasions, murders, droughts, battles, and plagues. Nostradamus enthusiasts, as I said, have credited him with predicting numerous world history events. So French Revolution, Napoleon, Hitler, atomic bomb, JFK, 9-11, most recently, enthusiasts claim that Nostradamus predicted the rise of COVID-19 when he wrote, Near the gates and within two cities, there will be two scourges, the like of which was never seen. Famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great mortal, God for relief! But thank you for listening to the episode. Please share this episode, download it, follow me on Instagram, Mikey Barge, and find me on YouTube, Mikey Barge as well. Thank you very much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>